listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you. This is the final Tuesday of the month as we begin transitioning to, you know, sports other than football. How the heck are you? Where did that come from? Hello? Hello, are these on? Is everything okay? Wow. Did you pull something there? No, but man, Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, what is going on there? You know, we're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Exactly. Man, that was like three quarters of the fake Trent voice there. I like that you're looking around as if somebody came and attacked you during the how the heck are you there. I'm trying to figure out where that came from. Yeah, blink twice if you need saving, please. Whew. Man. Going to have to practice that maybe to do a warm-up next time. Haven't had to do one of those. Top of the morning to you, Mark. How are you? I'm better than you, apparently. Apparently? I don't know why I am. I'm looking around. Where? What? Can we rewind this and start over? What in the world was that? And you know, I feel like David Lee Roth. I don't feel tardy. I mean, what the heck? You sounded a little like him too there. Yeah, because he's pretty much lost his voice. Especially nowadays, my goodness, he, he is shot, done, done. There are so many of the old. I mean, Bruce could never really sing, but his voice is shot. All right. I mean, I love him. I'll pay however much money I have to see him again. But just you know, they're, they're, there's not much there. David Lee Roth, whew. I think he was trying to do six final shows in Vegas and had to cancel. All right, I don't know. I'll come out of the next break or, you know, during the commercial break for those in the Twitch chat room, I'll try it again. Well, you've been fighting a cough for a while. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know what's going on either. You know, I've just got this little drip and it just is dripping right on the spot that makes you cough. And I can't get rid of it. I've taken all kinds of medication. And I feel fine. It's weird. Don't know what's going on. You know, as Eddie Murphy said, I got that herpes simplex 10. I don't know what's going on. Starting a little early there, David. I am. I'm just, you know, bringing out the you know, 80s videos, 80s movies lines. I'm, I'm trapped in somebody else's body this morning. I think that's where that voice came from. You know, Ryan in the Twitch chat room suggests whiskey will fix that. You know, I wish, I have to admit, wish I had some right about now. Don't have any in the house. Either. Wrong studio. There's always some around here. I could find you some, I'm sure. There's at least three salesman desk drawers that it's full of. Guaranteed. And probably, and back in the day, the sales manager, too. I, I don't know if, if they still operate that way or not. So, Miller Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, Florida Sports Network. Dot com. So you ready? Are, you know, did you did you watch other sports last night? Did you? Was there a moment where you all grabbed the clicker, sat down between seven and eight last night, and went, "Oh, jeez, really? Got to go through this again." Ah, uh, what's what's on? 
What are those things those guys talk about that's I, not football? I did this strange thing last night. I talked to my family. Whoa! Had dinner with my daughter, and then, you know, we're off to gymnastics on Monday, and then we got back from gymnastics and spent some time with my wife with the television off before we just went to bed at what? around 10 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That go okay? I, I'm here. I mean, I mean, did she seem somewhat interested? I mean, I think we can converse for an hour or so a week and get away with it. Not much okay. more than that, but we got a good hour in last night. Here's the problem. We did it on Monday, David. I know. So you set you yourself know, up to have to talk every night during the week if you're going to do that. Or you're done for the week, okay? You could replace Monday Night Football with Monday Night Talk and then be done. And then, you know, the rest of your week, you know, you can watch and do whatever you want between 7 and 10, 7 and 11. Look at it that way. Get tried it out to, of the way. Tried to watch a little Duke and Virginia Tech, but it wasn't much of a game. Duke kind of held him, armbarred him for most of the game. They did. They won and covered. Houston needed overtime. They won. Did not cover. Did not cover. The half very much came into play. Thank you very much. So. But I'm. I'm going to have to go to my hip again. It's time to start paying the man more money because one of the things about cutting the cord is and going with YouTube TV, which I did for football, is there's no Bally sports. Ah, no Lightning Panthers heat magic. Right. And no heat. Rays, Rays Marlins coming up. No Rays, no Marlins, no Panthers. I still get the Lightning because I've got the ESPN Plus. But last night. Kind of wanted to watch a little Suns and Heat blacked out. Well, I have to admit, with the Heat, you're not missing much. No. They're not just losing. I mean, they're getting beaten badly. And I understand, you know, Jimmy Butler's missed a few games and this, that, and the other thing. But quite frankly, in the NBA, virtually everybody misses games. I mean, we're now at the point where, because Mark, and you can make as much fun of me as you guys need to make, I I listen to NBA radio. That's right, I do. There's a show on there I really like. After our show, all right, I get in the car and I go and I, you know, run an errand. That, that, by the way, can we just take a quick 20-second timeout since you're talking NBA, David? I'm going to take a 20 there. Okay. Do you have the app to listen to NBA radio. I do. I, I have the, the Sirius XM app. I do. I could do listen you to all use the channels it? very infrequently. I think I've used it like three times. Because driving around when gas was 14 cents a gallon, when you, you and I first started driving cars, David, right, was not that big of a deal. Uh-huh. Now just going running around, because you are like my late father. You go out for a drive. I do. To listen to NBA radio. I do. You just uh, drive I, around. I do. I do. I'll, I'll stop somewhere. I'll grab a bite and, you know, hit the drive through. I mean, I'm not going to turn off NBA radio or MLB radio or NFL radio. I, I mean, come on. That's just why I'm in the car. And then, yes, and I will eat and drive around. Instead of just sitting on your porch, sitting in your office and just putting it on. 
And I have a beautiful lanai with a, a great view. I mean, right. that's why we live where we live. Right. No, I, you know, you you make a dadgum good point. You know what? Come to think of it, I think I need to freelance and also do traffic. Maybe between like 10 and 2 every day, I could just drive around and uh, do my traffic updates. Maybe you're on to something. Another W-2 in your future. But I love the right. fact that all of this content is at your disposal right where you're sitting. But yes. you like it better. You choose to go yes. in the car yes. and drive around and listen to it because it makes it, I don't know, more at home to you being on the road. And I don't know. I like the immediacy. See, driving around in the car feels like I have the clicker in my hand. I could just, you know, get, no, I don't like what they're talking about here. Boom, go to baseball. Boom, go to football. Boom, go to hockey. You know, Terrell Hatton signing with LIV. Let's see if the guys on PJ Tour Radio talk about it. Of course they won't. You know, that, that that's, so to me, that's like having the clicker. I You know, to me, the app is, is sort of like uh, streaming. I, I feel as if, uh, well, plus there's a delay. And I know there's a delay, even though that doesn't make any sense. Okay, because it's not a delay for me. I'm hearing it for the first time, but I know it's on delay. I know it's like five minutes behind what they're really talking about. And I want to hear it live. I will say for a while in the Detroit Niners game, I was on Twitter. I was texting with a couple of people and I was on Twitter for a little bit. I had to put Twitter away. X away during the game. The delay of YouTube TV, I'm seeing what's happening before it happened. I'm getting texts from buddies that are say that are watching it on regular cable or over the air networks that are telling me, oh, he got, you know, Sutton got beat again. Yep. I haven't funny. seen the play yet. It's funny when Danielson and I call each other during games, he's on direct TV and I'm on cable. One of us is always ahead of the other. Usually he's ahead. All right. And I have to go, remember, I'm behind. I'm going to play behind. So. I don't like it. So, like, I knew the Niners had recovered the onside kick before I actually saw the onside kick, you know. It's so anyway, Yes, I drive around. Okay. It, it, I pay cash. I go to the bank. I occasionally read a newspaper. And I listen to the radio. Yes, that's me. Guess my age. ABC 114. Right. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. It's habits. You like driving around listening. I do. No one can enter. You're in, it's, I don't, it's a little bit of the remote. It's a little bit of the clicker theory. No one can come in and bother you. Right. That, you, you could know, literally just go downstairs, sit in the parking lot, and do the same thing. Don't have to answer the phone if I don't want to. It's me and my happy food. I mean, there's never good stuff in, in the house. There's there's never, you know, like, I mean, salmon. Once we eat salmon. What the heck? All right. Come on. It's a fun game they play. Let's go get a sausage McMuffin. In fact, let's get two. They're a buck fifty nine these days. Let's go. <sighs> For a buck fifty nine, I'd have two as well, David. 
It, oh my goodness. I'm like, wait, I think they're a dollar sixty-nine at the one right by my house. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's almost free. It's feel sure. like you're stealing for that it, price. I do. I feel like I have to, you know, buy one of those seven dollar sodas just so they can make some money off me. Uh no ice, please. They don't give you the senior soda? Not not at Mickey D's. They do not. No. Look at that. Look at that. First words of the day out of trend, a little yep. snark. Exactly. A whole moment of the day comes from the young no kid. Question. You, could you tell the Lions lost the NFC Championship game? He's not as nice as he was 48 hours ago. He's not. You know. It's it's start. He's still in the stages of grief. Yep. Even this morning, I got a hi. I'm like, how you eh, doing? I got, And eh. I came back with a how you doing, and I got a, eh. I'm all right. We will talk to Pat Kerwin about that game, and David Sampson makes his weekly appearance as well. The starting five, 25 minutes away, right here on the Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, top of the morning to you. How the heck are you, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, Florida Sports Network.com. David Sampson will join us, top of the hour. Pat Kerwin will join us live from the Senior Bowl in Mobile at the top of the eight o'clock hour. We had an interesting little discussion there via Twitch during the commercial break. There's a fan base or two uh, that uh, getting a little cranky because their team hasn't done anything in, oh, eight to 10, 12 years. And we're like, are you serious? You can't get cranky. No, 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 no. You can't get cranky. Like we have a, a diehard Denver sports fan. And first off, you said, hold on a second. You've won a cup and an NBA title this decade. Yeah. And you won I the don't, Super Bowl eight years ago. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. So it got me thinking, you know, basically what's the, I don't know, the statute of limitations? You know, how long does a, a championship last before as a fan you can go, you know, you know, I think it's time that uh, so-and-so wins uh, such-and-such again. I think it depends a little bit on the success of that franchise going forward. Like, it's been 15 years now, 16 years, since any of my Detroit teams have won a title, the 08 Red Wings. But largely, they've stunk since. Right, after having a long run where they were very good, very competitive. You know, fortunately, your Tigers, although they didn't win the World Series, your Tigers beginning in 06 had an eight-year run that went through 2013. But you're right, Mark. I mean, you've had a decade drought here where your big three professional teams have given you nothing. Nothing. And then the Lions came this year, and I don't have the Lions gene, although I think I have more of it deep down in me that I realized because yesterday I found a couple of times just shaking my head going, I can't believe they didn't win that game. Yeah. Some bad luck and some questionable coaching. We'll but, say more and more of the numbers were backing Dan Campbell up. If you're into that sort of thing, what their percentage was during the season, fourth and three and less, how many times they went for it, how many times they converted, 
you know, I mean, he was true to himself. He was. It's the age-old argument. Do you coach, manage differently in the postseason than you do in the regular season? And when he said he doesn't, going into it, no one should be that surprised that he didn't when the situation came. And we weren't. I mean, Olsen, the announcer, is like, well, we know he's going to go for it. I mean, if the play call didn't tip you off, just his personality. I mean, he's been telling us for four months he's going to go for it. Why should we not believe him? I mean, you, and we could see how tortured he was at the end of the first half. I mean, he really didn't want to kick the chip shot field goal at all. And my guess is he had guys in his ear going, Coach, take the three. Take the points. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's head into the locker room. You know, yeah, they get the ball okay. to start the half. Get up three scores. Let's go. Right. Come on. Never a bad thing to, you know, turn down points. Come on. So, you know, but how long? Because, like, believe it or not, do you know it's been almost 30 years since the Niners won a Super Bowl? Now, they've been pretty damn successful for a good chunk of that 30 years. I mean, they won in 94. Well, the rest of the decade, they were a Super Bowl contender into the early 2000s. Now, the mid to late 2000s, that was a dark hole for the Niners. But then Harbaugh, 2011 to 2014, first three years, they go to the conference championship game every year, including a Super Bowl appearance. And Kyle Shanahan took over in 2017. They were in the Super Bowl in 2019. So, I mean, you know, in the last 29 years, they've had 20 good ones. They've gone to, what, this is their third Super Bowl during that run? How many championship games? Like seven, eight conference championship games in the last 30 years at least? But they haven't won the Super Bowl in 29 years. No. No, but they've won a handful of World Series in that time. They've won a few NBA titles. Right. That fan base has done right pretty well. Correct. Correct. The Giants, who hadn't won the World Series since they were in New York, right, decided to win three in five years. Right. The Warriors, who hadn't won an NBA title since the Ford administration, decided to put a little dynasty together. So it's to me, it's a case-by-case basis. It really is. It is. I, and I think the Miami Heat are a really good example of this because – they won it in 06, but then you're able to shift your expectations four years later when LeBron comes. Yeah, we should get a couple titles out of this. We're not okay just because we won four years ago. And then again, honestly, right now with Jimmy Butler, he's made two finals. I know they're struggling this year, but Heat fans are like, come on. Yeah, but Heat fans don't even care. Heat fans are like, when do the playoffs start? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they have figured out the end. The Heat fan, the NBA is perfect for the Miami sports fan because they don't really care about the regular season and neither does their team. Yep. When's the second round start? We'll pay a little attention there as long as we get through the first round. Like Ryan in our Twitch chat room is a Cubs fan. He says, quote, I'm good for a while. That's 2016. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. And we go back to all these old, older franchises and old sports cities. I was thinking about this this morning coming in. What if you live in Charlotte, North Carolina? 
how bad your sports are right now. Unless Duke and Carolina is what drives your train more than, you know, the pro teams. But, yeah, not good. Not good. Why do you think Canales asked for a six-year contract? This is going to take a while. Exactly. And their basketball team's just been bad. Pretty much since they came back into the league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole generation, damn near two generations of NBA fans that's like, wait, was Charlotte ever good? Yeah, it was called the 90s. Teal uniforms and everything. It's like a trendy place to be for an hour and a half. Really was. They were fun. Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, Lonzo Mourning, they were fun. Look it up. So to me, it's it's simply a case by case basis because it always depends on not just it's not just the last game, but it's the success of your team. And can you enjoy the team? There are certain cities right now. It's hard to just enjoy the team or teams. Now. You know, the Dolphins haven't won a Super Bowl since 72. Haven't been to a Super Bowl since, you know, the early approaching mid-80s. Yeah, absolutely. And then we can go through the list. You know, Raiders have had virtually no success for 20 years. Yeah, we all know the teams. But just curious as to, is it a generation... Is that how much has to be lost before you can say, you can look that sports fan in the eye and go, all right, I I get why you're getting cranky. I think that's about right. Like kind of, you know, when the kid graduates high school type deal, you know, give it 18 years. If If your team hasn't gotten to or won the whole thing in, you know, by the time your, your high schooler heads to college, you're like, you know, I'm starting to get annoyed. Well, I, you, you brought it up a generation. I looked through my son, who's a diehard Wings fan, and he's been, he was little. He was nine when they won it. He's like, can I get some of what you had, Dad? I'd like just a little of that. Yeah, well, and that's, you know. that's I think, where it starts. When you right. start looking at the, you're, you're exactly right, David. When you start looking at your kids and seeing, they haven't seen any success of the teams I rooted for. They they need some of that. You know, RCB's a Lightning fan. He's like, yeah, I, they owe me nothing. No, you know, they don't. It, you know, it, 10 years, if they're going to miss the playoffs for 10 years, you know what? I'm just going to have to learn to live with it. Starting five next. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes until David Sampson joins us at the top of the hour. Pat Kerwin will join us live from the Senior Bowl in Mobile at the top of the eight o'clock hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Well, we've turned over a new leaf in twenty twenty-four. We're big on this whole poll question thing: a having one and b getting it up early in the show. And it has been Trent's mission. Yeah. During the morning. Yeah. In fact, so much so that I've noticed, David, I send you. I try to send you the link that you and I hook up on so we can communicate no later than 20 till the hour. That That's typically, but sometimes quarter till. 
you pop on. Sometimes, you know, you you grace us with your headsets and we talk. Lately, since Trent's been active with the poll question, you have gone radio silence until right. as late as possible. Right, because I know as soon as I put the headset on, you hear Trent go, so what are we doing for a poll question, guys? Sometimes we're already live on Twitch by then, too, so they get to hear that little banter. What are we thinking? <laughs> 30 and seconds. The, and when the two of us grunt, he goes, hey, how about, what about? So we kicked a few around today. And what do we have? Who is your favorite NFL announcing crew? And I'm only putting the A-teamers on there. Okay. Buck Aikman, Nance Romo, Tariko Collinsworth, Burkhardt Olsen. There you go. Al Michaels doesn't make the list. Well, that's okay. I don't know how much longer Al and Kirk are going to have a gig anyway, so no sense putting them on the list. I think they each have a year left on their contract and not sure they're going to see it either. That's the scuttlebutt in the industry, so we'll see. Because, you know, it's not like Amazon can't afford a buyout. They can afford a buyout of a country. They can certainly afford to buy out a broadcast team. But I got to admit, if you were Amazon, wouldn't you hire Olsen? Yes. Thursday nights? I think he does a good job, first off. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But also, you know, put an NFL guy. I, I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Kirk's style is not very X's and O. It's not. It's more talk show. And when he comments on the guys, he almost always comments on them about, you know, what they did in college. I, I mean, you know, he he didn't play pro ball. He just, you know, it's, there's not the connection with Kirk with an NFL game that I, if I was running Amazon, I'd be like, you know, get, get me, how about Greg Olson? I think it would be a good call, but maybe not a good call, but it would be a good call. Sorry. I just decided I was going to be Tony Romo for a half a second. Wow. Look at that. That was quality material right there. So that's our poll question. Which announcing team do you like the best? That Mark Miller. I'll retweet it at some point. The David Moulton, Florida sports network.com. Wonder who he's voting for. Well, you know, there is a strong lean in this instance. There really is. 18 minutes before the hour. Time for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller and Moulton. Here's number one. Listen, we do this year-round, and barring something really, really big, we start with the NFL. Because 57 million of you watch the NFC Championship game. And the other sports are hoping to just get like 2 million of you. Dolphins interviewing Leslie Frazier for their defensive coordinator job. Now, they've interviewed a bunch of people. They've interviewed like their whole defensive staff that stayed behind, basically, for the gig. But now they're interviewing candidates from outside the building. The Bucks, meanwhile, interviewing Texans quarterback coach Gerard Johnson. Remember, Canales was the quarterback's coach in Seattle. We saw the job he did in his one year in Tampa. 
Johnson obviously got high marks for what he did with C.J. Stroud. Johnson has interviewed with six teams, by the way, for their offensive coordinator job. Chiefs, you remember uh, Charles Amenahu? He got the strip sack, which led to the field goal for uh, Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. He had seven sacks throughout the year. He left with a knee injury. Yeah, it turns out it's a torn ACL. So obviously a out for the Super Bowl. Chargers appear to be hiring. If you listen to Miller and Moulton, you kind of got an exclusive from Pat Kerwin on Friday. He told us who the Chargers GM job was down to. And it was down to the assistant GM of the Giants and Ravens director of player personnel, Joe Hortiz. Well, we figured Hortiz probably had the in because don't you think Jim would call brother John and say, so who do you recommend? Unless John really wanted to keep him and said, take the other guy. So uh, Hortiz is 48 years old. He spent his entire professional career, 26 years, with the Ravens have to admit if you're going to hire front office people that would have to be on the short list of organizations to hire from uh, Rick Stockstill who's in the Florida State Athletics Hall of Fame he was the first quarterback that the Knowles had under Bobby Bowden back in the day first teams in the late 70s into the early 80s that you know made Florida State football a thing Rick Stockstill's had a long coaching career. He just retired as the Middle Tennessee State head coach. Well, Mike Norvell brought him back to Florida State. Director of Scouting for Offense. I don't know. That's It just seems like an excuse to wear a bunch of Florida State garb to me and pay you about $150,000 and live in the Tallahassee area. But, yeah, what the heck? And hell, Miller Moulton would sign up for that. Hey, anything for a free golf shirt, David, we're in. We'd even do a radio show in the morning if you want. NBA, Heat have lost seven straight. Phoenix being a 118-105 in Miami. Orlando had a 16-point halftime lead, got outscored 35-12 to in the third quarter in Dallas. Couldn't come back, lost to the Mavs 131-129. Knicks have won seven straight. They beat Charlotte, 113-102. Some good matchups last night in the NBA. Celtics held off the Pelicans, 118-112. Battle for the top seed in the West. Timberwolves and OKC came in with identical marks. T-Wolves won on the road, 107-101. Denver got 25 points, 16 rebounds, 12 assists from this Jokic guy. They held off Doc Rivers in his debut in Milwaukee, 113-107. Cleveland beat the Clippers, who have been red hot, 118-108. No Embiid for the Sixers, no chance. They lost in Portland by 26. I didn't know Portland could beat Gonzaga by 26. College hoops, Duke kept Vatek at arm's length, beat the Hokies by 10 on the road. That's a good win. Duke Carolina Saturday, by the way. Both teams are hot. It's a really there's a triple header Saturday of really good basketball games. 
And just so you know, there's no football this weekend. We need to reiterate that. The month changes the calendar on Thursday, and there's no football this weekend. Unless you're going to count that skills thing going on in Orlando. Uh, Houston needed overtime in Austin, but they beat the Longhorns 76-72, but that's not a cover because Texas was getting four and a half. In-state, Bethune lost. FAMU won just their fourth win of the year. Women's side, ninth-ranked LSU lost on the road to Mississippi State, 77-73. By the way, yesterday, for whatever... She used to be the coach at Jacksonville University, Yolette McCune. She's now at Ole Miss. Over the weekend, she basically chastised her own Oxford community and said, listen, uh, you guys are late to the women's sports party. We're a thing. All right? And started talking about the ratings and the attendance elsewhere. And we went to a Sweet 16 last year. We've got two losses on the season, and we're getting the crowds that we're getting. And it's on you. It ain't us. It's on you. Well, in the lovely society that we live in today, Mark, you know, you've got the other side that, that doesn't like women's sports. And all of a sudden now this week to combat that, because that got a lot of attention, they're releasing the financials as to how much money women's basketball teams are losing. So the Ole Miss basketball team, women's basketball team last year lost $8 million. The LSU women's basketball team lost $8 million. And they won the national championship. So it's been an interesting last three, four days in the high-profile women's basketball world. You know, the, the all the sides that are out there are kind of yelling at one another, and I got my facts, and I got my facts. So, so that just kind of letting you know that what's going on. Um, in-state Bethune won, and FAMU lost. By the way, Baylor's going to retire Brittany Griner's number 42, which seems obvious, right? Yeah, there was a big fallout between Griner and Kim Mulkey when she was at Baylor. So if Mulkey was still at Baylor, they would This would not there. happen. Right. And so the irony is Nikki Collin, who replaced Kim Mulkey, who has never coached Brittany Griner in the WNBA or at Baylor, she's actually the one that's been instrumental in repairing the relationship between Griner and Baylor and making this happen. And we know Nikki, you know, she was an assistant at FGCU. You know, I still keep in touch with her. So, look, friend of the show. So, anyway, that's going to happen uh, coming up in about three weeks. The basketball rankings came out yesterday. UConn men still number one. Purdue two. Carolina's third. Duke seven. Kansas eight. Kentucky ten. Uh, it's a really tough year for the Blue Bloods so far. Uh, women's side, South Carolina 19-0. They're number one. K-State is two. Iowa three. Uh, FAU men, by the way, 20 in the AP, 23 in the coaches poll. They're the only Florida school, male or female, ranked right now. FAU men. One hockey game, Ottawa in overtime over Nashville, 4-3. Uh, Tyrell Hatton left the PGA Tour, got a $63 million signing bonus. He's joining John Rahm's team. Uh, LIV season opener is Friday in Mexico. And there was an interesting trade yesterday in Major League Baseball. Twins traded away. Twins are cutting payroll because they're one of those teams that's not getting the Bally's money that they need. 
And so they're told everybody, hey, we need to shed payroll. They've lost like three starting pitchers to free agency. And now they just traded away Jorge Polanco, their 30-year-old second baseman, who's a good player. Um, and he's only making $10.5 million for this year and $12 million for next. They traded him to Seattle for three pitchers and an outfield prospect. Bet the under on the Twins. And yet they still might win that division because that division is not good. And um, Aaron Hicks, Yankees still owe him $19 million, and yet he signed with the Angels yesterday. Nine minutes before the hour. David Sampson will join us in 10 minutes' time. Maybe some of this will come up again. Nine that minutes before the, the hour, that was. Every weekday morning at this time on Miller & Moulton. So there you go. Pat Kerwin in a little over an hour, live from the Senior Bowl in Mobile. You know, one thing that you didn't mention is that the we've talked a lot. We've talked more live PGA golf on this show than most shows because we're in Florida and it's golf country. The whole money coming, the Cohen Group, perhaps investing into the PGA Tour. Yeah, and, maybe, and, maybe the financial backing is not going to come from the Saudis. Maybe it's going to come from the owner of the Mets, the owner of the Red Sox, Arthur Blank, and a couple of other billionaire pro sports owners. And apparently they're talking about $3 billion in cash. They still may take money from the PIP fund, but not necessarily. And it's certainly not going to be the first influx of cash to the PGA Tour. So the whole merger thing is very much on hold between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. And if you're Live... If you're not the primary financial backing, why would you be interested in giving them a dime? Seriously. So this could be va- so much for the two sides coming together. Right. I mean, this could be, if we go back to it's Coke and Pepsi, baby. Let's, let's, let's fight this out. Right. Maybe. Here's my question. How are those guys going to get their money back? How's Cohen and Arthur Blank and John Henry, how are they going to get their money back? I don't get it. But then again, what do I know about making money? David Sampson's next.